Welcome, or welcome back to Turner Syndrome Talking Tea with your host, Emily Seymour. What I hope for this podcast is, I hope it makes people affected by Turner Syndrome feel less alone. And I hope it spreads awareness on Turner Syndrome because it really needs it. I have lots of different perspectives on Turner Syndrome in this podcast from ladies themselves with Turner Syndrome to mums to dads to doctors a lot of different experiences with Turner Syndrome so there's something here for everyone so I hope you enjoyed this episode Hi everyone, welcome to Turner's Talking To You. This week we have Grace. Hi Grace. Hi Emily, thanks so much for having me. It's uh, really great to be here. Mm, thank you for being a guest. Okay, so first things first, what's your relationship with Turner Syndrome? So, um, well, I think probably most girls and women can with Turner's can probably identify with what I'm about to say, which is that it's um, probably complex, I think is the way I would describe it. Um, I think um, there are a lot of both positives and negatives. Um, I, I think, and I think we can all probably say that we have days where it will really frustrate us, um, but then we'll have other days where we find that actually it's really given us an insight into something that we probably wouldn't otherwise have had or it's opened up opportunities that we might not have had otherwise so I think complex is probably the best way the best way to describe it um yeah Um, that's a a really great point because it's not a one-and-done thing is it people change people can change their mind all the time like I've done the infertility episode and in that I said because I've come to these thoughts does not mean I'm not going to have a bad day again a sad moment again and yeah that's a really good point it's not a one done thing and I think once you realize that it takes away the guilt if you feel like you've stepped back with your acceptance with Turner's if that makes sense yeah no it does completely um and I think as well I think it for me it's very much dependent upon what is kind of going on in my life at that point in time mm-hmm. um yeah I, I think you know there have been things and I thought oh this would have been so much easier if I didn't have turners and then understandably mm-hmm. you feel very frustrated but then there are other times where I think well actually if I hadn't had turners that wouldn't have happened like that you know I wouldn't have had that positive experience or I wouldn't have had that insight and so by the same token you can sometimes feel like it's it's giving you something that you wouldn't otherwise have maybe had as well and then you feel like well actually that's something that not many other people have they don't have that the something that would give them that insight really so I guess it's yeah um an example of that I suppose would be um like relating to turners I've had to do a little bit of research about um 
other similar conditions that with um, uh, like connective tissue disorders. So I would say something that's come from that for me would be about, well, actually through that little bit of research that I've done, I've realized that some of those other rarer connective tissue disorders are also quite like poorly understood by and then you kind of go, oh, actually, it's not just Turner's. There are so many other conditions out there that aren't fully understood. And you feel actually you have quite a bit of empathy with those people because you think, well, it's not just Turner's. It's there are other conditions out there that don't get, also don't get that. And then you you empathize with them and mm -hmm. you I kind of took a bit of time to actually kind of educate myself on some of those conditions as well because I was thinking like it's because yeah. you think well it's they must get equally as frustrated that unless you've got like a direct connection to it that you you don't understand the condition or mm -hmm. there are maybe misconceptions so I think it's it it has given me a different like a, another perspective on things like that as well yeah it makes like you said it makes us very empathetic which is a great trait to have. Yeah, absolutely. What's the most challenging aspect of Turner's been for you? That's a really good question. I would say there were probably, there were probably two things, I think. Um, and I think the first, without a shadow of a doubt, is um, about four years ago, I went for an MRI scan and it was found that I had um, a, an aortic aneurysm. Now, I've been quite lucky because I was quite quickly put on blood pressure medication and it, they've kind of deemed that I'm currently in a relatively good place. So they're kind of, they're quite they're reasonably content at the moment. Um, but obviously that's um, getting told that at 30 which I'm 34 now so it was like four years ago was quite a shock um, um, but um, you know I'm, now that I'm on the medication particularly I'm feeling a lot more positive about it overall um, I would also like to take this opportunity to um, give a big shout out actually to um, Verity Connor because I don't know whether any of your listeners happened to see the episode of the Surgeons uh, at the Edge of Life programme that Verity was in and I just want to say to her wow what another level of bravery that was and thank you for mm -hmm. highlighting that because that that is huge, um, what she did and what she went yeah. through. Um, so I hope Verity hears that. But um, yeah, it's um, if anybody hasn't seen it, I would certainly recommend if you if they can find it, if any listeners haven't seen it and they want to have a look, you know, Google it on BBC iPlay, you'll find it on BBC iPlay. I think it's still there. Um, and But then actually, going back to my experience of it, um, about 18, maybe, no, about a year ago, I found out, and I, I think um, it's sort of being promoted to the society, which is great, that there's, um, there's a, a study being done um, by the NIHR Bioresource Centre, particularly into this aspect of Turner's and, you know, the, mm. like the 
Cardi all the, all the day. And um, it's quite easy to, I found it, I decided that I wanted to participate um, and find out more about what it, you know, what was involved. And um, so I, I got in touch with them and I went along to the hospital where I actually have my clinic appointments. Um, and I went along to the, the the research team and I uh sort of have given a blood sample um because that basically what the the project is trying to, to do is to see to like to do additional research into that area into the cardiology side um and um again that is something that I would say to anybody with Turner's any girl any woman if you've even if you've not been formally diagnosed with something like a cardiology issue, if you can, please try and take part because it's a really great opportunity to get involved in a research in some research that doesn't come along very often for Turners, and mm-hmm. it will also hopefully be able to determine why. Um, some girls and women do have those problems and others don't. Um, mm. and that might also lead to not just a better understanding. It might lead to you know better you know medical treatments, therapies. So I would say if anybody hasn't and they really want to, you know, ha- you know, please, please, you know, consider you know getting involved. Well, I will definitely get involved if you're still going. I didn't hear about this. I don't think. So after th- this recording, I will. We will chat. And yeah, I'll definitely get involved. I didn't know about that. Thank you. Oh, that's okay. No, I'll have to send that to you. Um, and going back to um the, the question of challenges, um, I would say another challenge that I faced, um, and again, I think this is something that probably a lot of girls and women can identify with is um bullying. Um mm. uh I was relatively lucky at school. Um I I would say there was there was a period where I did have experienced bullying at school, but it was only for maybe like a shorter period of maybe, you know, it, during sort of like 13 to 16. Um, most of the rest of the time I had some really great friends at school. Um, um, I think it's been hard uh, from the bullying side when it's got to, when I've got to be an adult and going to work. Um, because that I think workplace bullying is something that's harder to tackle purely because of the nature of it and the the fact that you're you're in a professional setting um, and it's not sort of it's not all that I think when it's school as well it's more like peer peer bullying whereas mm-hmm. I think sometimes in workplace bullying it's like manager employee relationship so there is that power imbalance as well which I think makes it harder to deal with um so but by the same token I have had some brilliant jobs uh, with some brilliant colleagues and have had um some really great workplace experiences as well so that is certainly not reflective of everywhere that I've worked um Mm -hmm. But it is reflective of, I would say, certainly one place that, that I've worked. Um, so that yeah. was quite challenging. Oh, I'm sorry you experienced bullying. 
especially in the workplace, because I don't think it gets talked about enough because you just don't think it happens in the workplace because you just assume it's at school and it's like petty. And then once you leave school, you think you escaped it, but in your case, sadly, obviously not. Um, yeah, thank you for saying that. And I'm sorry I had to go through that, but I'm glad things have changed now. Oh, thank you. Um, so, yeah, um, but as I said, I've had, I've had some really great, you know, workplace experiences where colleagues have been, um, you know, supportive. And I certainly feel like my, I've, you know, I've been judged on my ability to do the job and ability to actually, you know, do the the role and connect with other colleagues, not just on, you know, a, somebody's perception of what I'm capable of. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. What's your most positive experience of time has been? Kind of going back to what I said earlier, I definitely think um, the uh, sort of being a bit more, probably it giving me the ability to be a bit more sort of um, empathetic to others um I certainly I think is is one thing um and I think it also it's not only is it made me want to be more empathetic it kind of makes me want to give back a little bit as well um because I think I don't know about anybody else but I think especially when you're going through like a, a rougher period with it where you're maybe getting frustrated with it it's very tempting I think to get a bit lost in your own frustration about turners and actually realize that actually there are other things that are either worse or I don't know or maybe bigger problems so I think to try and get involved in you know like other other things is is great because I think it just reminds me to take a step back from it a little bit sometimes and mm -hmm. to not get too like kind of just engrossed in my own like thoughts um mm -hmm. so, yeah yeah that's that's a nice that's a nice perspective so you're obviously from the UK so yeah. how has the UK Tennis Support Society helped you um, well, I think the, the best thing about this society, I'm relatively new to society, but um, the thing that I find it's probably helped me mostly with is I think that the resources and things that they've, they've worked really hard to develop um, are brilliant because I think that it really accurately describes like some of the challenges that girls face and it's doing it from a a perspective like a kind of, of a perspective from somebody who actually is very familiar with the condition and with contributions from those of us who, who live with it you know on a day in day out and I think that that is something that particularly when you're trying to explain it to somebody who isn't familiar with it and doesn't know about it it's great because it really does give a re you know all those resources describe it perfectly um 
so I would say that that's probably the best way because I've found some of their resource materials really useful and I've had to maybe explain to particularly in like an employment situation you know where they maybe don't understand it fully and you're having to you know so I think that those resources are, are great actually yeah 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 there's nothing like having member input not even member input people who are going through it because yeah that, like you said it's it's a really great way to get information for the fact sheets and the information that the society provide just ask the people going through it yeah i really like that so you said you're relatively new to the society what's your involvement so um well it'd be partly because of obviously we've had a couple of years of, of covid um mm -hmm. so I haven't had much opportunity to get too heavily involved just yet. Um, but one thing I am currently trying to work on is um, uh, kind of touching on what I was saying about my sort of experience of, um, you know, cardiology and uh, the, that side of Turner's. Um, I'm actually working with both the society and the aortic dissection charitable trust um to do an education event specifically focusing on ts oh, wow. um, so i'm hoping that we can progress that that would be amazing um but something else that i'm trying to do is that because of the society and um, the aortic dissection charitable trust they work do do some work with um other connect people other support groups and people with other connective tissue disorders so like for example marfan syndrome um so and they're looking for um people to join their research advisory group um and i've put my name forward because i thought it would be great to have a sort of a turner's kind of rep getting okay. involved with that and kind of almost being that hopefully being that link between the aortic dissection charitable trust and the society um to try and hopefully bring that together a little bit because um the thing with cardiology is that it because it is so complex um it's um obviously there there's research that doesn't it focuses not just on turners but other connective tissue disorders so i'm trying to just be a kind of a bit of a turners rep for almost for that sort of side of things and yeah and hopefully well, get that connection going well thank you for being a turners rep don't stop please <laughs> oh so exciting thank you what's your most important message on turners would you say that's a really good question. Um, when I was giving this a bit of thought, and I, I think, I think there's probably two, and I think that there's two messages, and it's probably for two different groups. And I would say that to anybody who isn't familiar with Turner's, who is maybe hearing about it for the first time, maybe they've got, they've just learned that a colleague has it or or something. I would say that the biggest message is listen to that listen to the the girl or woman with turners 
listen to them because they know how it impacts them personally. It's their story. Listen, you know, hear them out, listen to them. Don't sort of try to avoid making a judgment on your limited knowledge. Listen to them because they're the best people to be able to tell you how it impacts them. Um, and for, I would say for two other girls and women with TS, it's probably to just remind, just remember that you're not alone at times. It can feel quite isolating occasionally, um, but just remember that you're not alone. There is a group out there and, you know, they understand the challenges that, that you face. What beautiful messages. I really, really like that. Really like that. Is there anything else you'd like to add to your episode before we finish? Um, I don't think so, thank you. Um, it's no. been really great to, sort of, to be here, so thank you again for having me. And, yeah, no. just... Uh, the podcast is brilliant and it's been really lovely hearing other people's stories so yeah I hope that um you know it will long may it continue long may it continue for centuries and centuries and centuries <laughs> <laughs> like anyone listening does not have to worry about this podcast finishing anytime soon thank you so much for your kind words and thank you for this episode I've really really enjoyed it Grace thank you and everyone listening, I'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you want to know more about Turners, go to www.tss.org.uk. And that is the website for the official Turner Syndrome Support Society UK charity. Or you can go back to my first ever episode on this podcast where I explained what Turner's is and how it's affected me. So I hope you have a really great week and I will see you in the next episode.